Hey guys, welcome back to The Encounter uh, by us, Redeem LA. Uh, today we have Matthew with me, we have Shaylee, and like always we have Deb. And today we're going to continue our series, uh, The Windows of the Soul, and today we're going to speak on the feet, our feet, the foot, um, I'm kidding, um, the feet uh, that we have, um, of course, not your real feet, but your spiritual feet. I hope you understand that. And um, I want to. I would like to start on Psalms uh, 119, and... Um, I would just like, uh, just while, you, while you're there and look for it and everything, I would just like to uh, just kind of give like a little, maybe like a little beginning to, to what we're going to talk about the feet because the feet is so, it's so hard, right? Because you're just like, what, my feet, what, is, what does my feet have to do with this? And I think we have to understand that our feet spiritually means the way we walk. Um, and I know that's, uh, that's what our feet do already, right? <laughs> right? But uh, like in a spiritual way, it's not like your spirit is going to walk without you. You know what I mean? But it's like the type of paths that you choose to take. And, and that's very important to, to, to understand and to see because your feet, your feet, your spiritual feet need to take the right paths. And that's why I want to go to uh, Psalms 119.59. It says, when I think on my ways, I turn my feet to your testimonies. And this is, this is, uh, this is, I love this, I love this song because this is exactly speaking on the type of paths that you can, that you can take. And this is when, this is when the, the psalmist that, that, that's just writing this, it says, when I think on my ways, when I think on my own ways to move, on my own ways to turn, on my ways to walk. And it says, when I think on those ways, on my bad ways, on my own worldly ways, then I turn my feet to your testimonies. And this is honestly, this is such a beautiful thing because we usually when we think on our own ways, what do you want to do? Turn your feet to your those ways, right? And I love it here because it's it, it almost like it almost like seems like he figured out how his soul and his mind works, right? He goes, if I think I should do something, what I should do is do what God did. You know, do do what God's testimony does. And that's why I, I believe this is so beautiful. And it gives us a clear instruction on, on what our feet should do. Danny, what, what should my feet do? Well, don't point them to church all the time because that doesn't make any sense. But point your spiritual feet, foot, feet to his testimonies. And what is a testimony? As you guys know, a testimony is what he did, how he acts, how he feels. So, in other words, what it tells us here is his... I don't care how I think I should walk. I don't care about how I should feel. But what I care is how God feels and how, what God cares about. Yes, go ahead. I want to add something because I also had this verse. And um, one of the verses that this reminded me of is um, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. And it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And I thought this was like so beautiful because like they connect so perfectly because it's like when I think of my ways and like what I thought was like this verse, right? My ways are so like infinitely smaller <laughs> than God's ways because I like, for example, we as people have our sights so like limited, but God sees everything. So when we, when it's like we're walking and suddenly we realize like, oh wait, these are, are these my ways or are these God, God's ways? And we turn our ways to what God did, like Jesus, right? And 
we try to follow in his footsteps instead of our own footsteps because we know that our own hearts and our own desires are not truly what God wants for us because what God wants for us is something so much greater than what we could ever want for ourselves. I agree. And that's why the next verse over on 101, it says, I hold my, my feet as well. It says, I hold back my feet from every evil way. And this is what I was going to tell you guys. When you, when, when, they, when here, I think King David writes this. It says, uh, on, I, I turn my feet to your testimony. It says, I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. So where do we find his testimony? In his word. And that this is why, it, once again, now it, it, it almost, in the same chapter, it almost just kind of like a... Zooms in, you know, like an iPad, like he zooms in on what my ways are and my ways are evil and his testimony is in the word. And then you go four verses down and it says, your word is lamp to my feet and light to my path. So we can see here that our feet is in desperate need of light. And and honestly, I was reading this and I was thinking about our actions and um, everything we, we, um, we, we, we do and how we act and honestly I couldn't help I couldn't help but to see a few things number one I, I couldn't help to understand that our ways number one are evil mm-hmm. no matter no matter how good of a person you think you are if it's about you and you know edifying yourself only I think it's bad because you know God tends to edify other people as well number two we see that though out of those ways the only way you can get out of you know your your heart and out of your own ways is to turn to jesus and to turn to his word and three the way that i see uh, how important defeat is to our soul is because that's where our faith is used and i see this in, in psalms 119.05 because the lamp uh the word is lamp to his feet right so if you need a lamp that means it's what that means it's dark. That means you can't see. And that means that you're walking on faith. But word lights up a little bit more. The word lights up a little bit around you. So you can see where your next step is going to be. So that's why um, uh, this is beautiful, right? Because this kind of closes a circle on on, on, on on how beautiful faith is, right? God wants us to have faith. But he also gives us the word mm-hmm. to kind of give us a little shine on where we should walk, yeah, right? And uh, I think it's like so uh, cool that you said like, when you're like in the dark, you need the lamp, right? Because in Psalms 119, um, 71 through seven, uh, 71, it says, It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. So sometimes when we go on our own walk, sometimes we take it too far and we're just like, Oh, we, let's go down this path. But then we don't know what lies ahead. So like sometimes we get like roped in kind of too much. And then in that darkness, that's when we're like, Oh, we need that lamp. We need to, that's, thank God that this happened to me because now I know for the future, for next time. Go, go ahead, and you know what? In, <laughs> in Deuteronomy 11.10, it says, The land that you will get, this is uh, God talking, The land that you will get is not the land of Egypt that you ca- came from. In Egypt, you planted your seeds and used your feet to pump water from the canals to water your fields like a vegetable garden. So what we see here is that God is saying that the land where you came from is not the land that you're that you're that you're going to stay in, but I'm gonna change you to another land. You are now no longer walking in your own decisions, but now you are guided by the Holy Spirit. But right here, we tend to confuse that a lot. Um, we we were in the world and we acted upon man-made decisions, our own decisions, our us um, determining what we will do and 
we are guiding ourselves but without god we are nothing we have no guidance we don't know where to go in ephesians 4 17 to 24 bear with me a little bit and it says and so i insist and god backs me up on this that there be no going along the crowd the empty-headed mindless crowd they've refused for so long to deal with god that they've lost touch not only with god but in reality itself they can't think straight anymore feeling no pain they let themselves go into sexual obsession addicted to every sort of perversion but that's no life for you you learn christ my assumption is that you have paid careful attention to him been well instructed in the truth pre, uh, preciously as we have it in jesus since then we do not have the excuse to get through get rid of it and then take in on an entirely new uh, way of life a god-fashioned life a life renewed from the inside and working itself into our contact our conduct as God accurately reproduces his character in you. When we be um, basing it on this verse, we were in the world when making our own decisions. We are basing it on, on how the world is. But being an unbeliever, you walked accordingly to pointless and useless stuff in our minds. They are darkened in the understanding and no longer with God. You become, like I said right here, you become away from God. You lost, lost touch with God. I'm sorry. Um, but because of the ignorance we had back then. But now, like in the in, in Deuteronomy, it says that that land of Egypt is no longer your land. Now you're going to be guided by my decisions, my Holy Spirit. In Deuteronomy 31, 7 through 8, it says, Then Moses called to Joshua and said to him in sight of all the people of Israel, Be strong, courageous, for you will go to the people into the land which the Lord was sworn to the fathers to give them. Now, you see, now they're going into a new, long, new land, no longer with, in, in, in Egypt, but now to Canaan. And says, um, and you will give it to them as an inheritance. It is the Lord who goes before you. You see, he will be with you and he will not fail you and abandon you. But the land that you are going to possesses in the lands of the hills and the valley, which drinks water now from the rain for, to heaven. And that one's um, the verse Deuteronomy. I'm so sorry. It's so hard for me to pronounce that. But that's 11.11. Now that you're in this new land, you no longer get um, water, but you get water from the from the rain, from, from the heavens. And that, that's why I was... That, that's why. What you were saying is beautiful because it, it was wondering you were we were talking about here and 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 in Psalms one nineteen that it says that now the 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 water that you receive is the word the and then this word becomes a light on your feet right and it's it's beautiful that that you you re relate that to your feet because that's exactly what what God was trying to do with Israel he was trying to say you the new land that you're gonna get into is not the land that you used to. So don't do the same things that you used to do in Egypt. Now you're gonna do it differently, and and honestly, that's why I think I think our feet is it's a huge it's a huge window to our soul because it's it's how how we do things. And I was telling my sister, it's not our actions, it's not what we do, it's not our it's not, but it's almost like a it's it's more like a long term deal, right? Because if you take a step somewhere, it doesn't take you anywhere. You know what I mean? But if you take twenty five steps. Yeah. It might, you know, it might, it might, it might take you somewhere. What about if you take, what if you take four thousand steps? Think about it, like when you go, like when, you know, I don't know if you have an iWatch, but when you walk, 
And when, when you have a busy day, it tells you, oh, you've walked 4,000 or 5,000 steps. And you're like, bro, I did through a lot. I went to the mall. I went to Target. I went to Walmart. I came back. I went to church. Like, you see that you've been on a lot of places through that walking. And 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 before, I, I want to give it to my sister because she has something beautiful to say about this as well. In Proverbs 4.25, it says, it says, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. 26, it says, ponder. Look, it says ponder. When it says ponder, it means think. Think the path of your feet. So I mean, it means, this is what I, we need to understand. Just because our feet are windows to our soul doesn't mean for you to walk looking at your feet. Mm-hmm. It says look straight. Look where you're going and think about what you're doing. Think about what your feet are doing while you look forward. And it says, then all your ways will be sure. All your ways will be true. Do not swerve right and do not swerve left. Turn your foot away from evil. So what is left and right? Evil. So, so I, look, I, the reason why I wanted to start with this is because I wanted to just make sure and, and give you guys like a, like, a, like a little beginning of understanding how, how our feet is a window to our soul. How, how, how is it? Because people might be like, oh, so that means like if my feet are dirty, my soul's dirty? No, no. If your feet are dirty, you're just unhygienic. That's nasty. <laughs> but if your feet are dirty spiritually... What are you doing? Why does why does God care so much? You have something to say? Yeah, it's because I, I just wanted to do like a quick comment because I really loved when when you guys were talking about uh like walking in the darkness and I was like thinking like like what it is it what is it to physically walk in darkness? Like can you imagine number one, like being in Egypt, um this is like a figure of darkness, right? Because God brings us from darkness to light. But the point is, like, imagine walking through darkness and not being able to see where your feet step. Imagine all the filth that gets on your feet. And how do you clean it if you don't know what it is? Like, would you just use your hands to clean up uh, poo from your feet? No, you wouldn't, right? You'd, like, go and, like, find, like, a, I don't know, uh, how do you say manguera? A hose and, like, hose yourself off because it's gross. But what what do you do if you can't see? How can you tell apart texture? How can you, what is it? Is it water? Uh, oh, what is it? You you don't know what it is, and uh, that's what I was thinking. That it was amazing that Shaylee said uh, one of the verses said they just can't think straight anymore, right? Because after being in darkness for so long, and if your feet are in darkness, the rest of you is in darkness. Like it's not like half of you has light, right? Um, but after being there so long, you can't even think straight. Like your filth just becomes everywhere. Like it doesn't matter that the filth is on my feet or on my knees. Okay, now now it's on. My torso, and now it's on my hands. I accidentally touched, and then I touched my face because it was itchy. And then all of you is is disgusting, right? Yeah. And I, I love that uh, God brings us from this darkness to light. And you were saying like the light is the the word of God, right? That's what like brings light. How can you read in the in the dark? Yeah, you can. You have to be brought into light first, and then, right? Which I think is incredible. Like God, like literally, just does this for you. And I was gonna, so I was gonna remind you that you know when we when we close church. And we turn off all the lights, or when we come to church and there's no light, how do we walk? We we, we try to walk with we're our touching. With, we try to walk with our hands, and we're using we're using it incorrect. Like you never walk looking at your feet, right? Yeah. Like you always kind of if you can't see your feet, then you're always kind of going like this. You're using your wrong, t- you're using the wrong thing to try to walk. And this is why just just to kind of reiterate on your point, right? It's just to say that. What should keep us from stumbling? Because that's what we're trying to do, right? Like, if you can't see, bro, you're going to stumble. Like, I don't know if you guys ever got into your house without any lights. Like, even though it's your house, you might stumble here and there. You're like, oh, I forgot there was a lamp there. Oh, I forgot the kitchen was there. Oh, I forgot this. And and, and it's crazy, right? So 
So I was going to tell you guys, what, what keeps us from doing that? What keeps us from, from doing that? It is the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is so amazing that it doesn't need to be in the light to shine, but it brings the light from that shine into the darkness. Sorry, go I, ahead, go I ahead. I can say, add something. Um, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so um, we're talking about like walking down the path of the Lord, right? And sometimes when we stray, like we always have to remember like, the Lord is never going to, like, push us off the path, right? It's always, like, mo- 100% of the time, actually, it's going to be our fault that we that we stray. And I have a verse um, from Proverbs. It's um, uh, Proverbs 6, 27, 28. It says, Can a man carry fire next to his chest and his clothes not be burned? Or can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? And this is kind of like talking about, like, the, like the woman who, like, tries to like, lead us away. And I feel like this is sometimes us when we're... Um, when we see something and we're like, oh, like maybe I can, I can just step like off a little bit, right? But like the verse is saying like, oh, do you think you can like stray off and like not get burned? Like, and then we just go into a whole different place completely. And um, I think that like, it, since it's our fault, right? And I have a um, a verse, another verse, sorry, give me one second. It says, it's Matthew 18, eight. And it says, if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off mm-hmm. and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than with two hands or two feet to be thrown to the eternal fire. So I feel like when we say like, oh, we're just going to step a little bit off. Like maybe I'll just like take a little detour and then I'll come back. But like it's not that easy, right? Because that's going to cause you to sin. And what does the the Bible say? It's better to like just throw that away completely and like not do it at all. Because that's kind of like being lukewarm, right? It's trying to like go off a little bit and then come back in. But like we all know that's not going to end up good for anybody. There's another version that says if your hand, if you're... If your hand or feet uh, make you stumble, mm. right? So that's exactly what you're saying, right? When you stumble, what do you do? Have you ever stumbled or no? Yeah, no. you can like trip up. Like when, you, when you trip up, you step anywhere, at any mm. time, anywhere, just to gain your balance yeah. back, right? Right? <laughs> that's what it is, right? When you stumble, you're trying to, you know, you hit a, light, a left foot here, a right foot here, a triple foot, you know, <laughs> hop to the left. Whatever it is to re- maintain the same thing, that's the same thing you're saying, right? God says... Mm. If, if you're right, if you're right, or left foot makes you makes you what's it called makes you stumble, cut it off. Imagine how crazy that is. Cut it off. It's better for you to go inside the kingdom of heaven lame, mm-hmm. than than uh, not to go and not to go to heaven at all. Go ahead. Dude, I was just gonna like because um, Matthew honestly has so many good points today, but I was gonna tell you guys in Psalms 18. Um, obviously david is speaking he's saying like in 1824 he's like saying that god has rewarded him for his righteousness right and he's like super beautiful he's like um you uh with the purified you show yourself pure and the crooked you make yourself seem uh torturous but blah 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 blah. then he goes to 1828 for it is you who light my lamp the lord my god lightens my darkness right which is what we were saying like he's no longer in darkness because god lights his darkness and that's awesome but then in 33, he says, he made my feet like the feet of a deer. And he set me secure on the mm-hmm. heights. So in the heights, he gives you different feet. He changes your walk. He changes your feet. And then, oh my God, I love this what part. What verse is that? Uh, Psalms 1833. But this is the part that literally made me feel like, okay, when you're righteous, when you try, like God, you only do like 20% and then God does like 80%. Because Psalms 1836 says, 
You gave a wide place for my steps under me, and my feet did not slip. So it's almost like God knows, like, okay, you're weak, so what I have to do is widen the path for you so that your feet won't slip off, so you won't fall down, so that where you are on that high place, you can remain there. But who does it, Who does he do this for? That's why I love that he started it like this. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the clean, clean, cleanness, cleanness, cleanness of my hands in his sight. Wow, that took me a second. Uh, but regardless, like, the, the Lord rewards us for these actions that we take and although he was not perfect um and although he had like a lot of flaws when he was trying like he you could see how god was rewarding him and he never like uh never thought like oh it's for my own doing but he said no like even in the high places god widens my path for me he gave me the right feet but sometimes you know i'm a little how do you say torpe yeah, i'm a little dumb i'm a little a little clumsy you know and so he widens the path for me, and I thought that was awesome. And you know what I thought it was super cool about this <laughs> is that is that uh, I was wondering why why does why does the Bible say that it gave him a, on the original it says Heinz feet, Heinz feet it, it, it says like deer, but a deer a deer shares these feet, and another one that shares it is a is a goat, and if you guys notice, where does goat live? Like in the highest place, yeah. right? And how, where do they stand? On literally on a steep hill, and they they step they like step on like little stones, bro, like this small, and they're just chilling there eating. <laughs> have, have you guys noticed that? And then they jump to another one, and, and it's so hard for predators to go there, right? And it's so hard to anybody to get them. But like I love it, I love what it says that it gives us those type of feet to understand and to live up there. And when even when we think it's a little bit too small, he broadens them. He brought he makes it bigger so our feet can fit. But dude, honestly, that that's I think that's so much on faith, right? Because yeah, yeah, but I don't want to go into that. But go, 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 go ahead, guys. Yes, 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 me. Okay, and also I love that you guys mentioned that. But in another way, in order to enter the presence of the Lord, is by cleaning your feet as well. And the way we do so, Danny already mentioned it, is by reading the Word, getting wisdom. In Colossians one nine through ten, it says, "And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him." bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So cleansing the feet, it reminds me of Aaron and his brothers. And you can read it on Exodus 30 and 17. It starts from there and you can read it on. But it's, it's talking about how Aaron and his brothers were getting were getting their feet cleaned by a bowl that is bronze. And what's actually cool about this, I was studying, I was studying the bronze bowl. And bronze itself, it means God's judgment deals with sin. So the only way to come and enter pure and in a holy presence is by this bronze um, bowl by this bronze and the bronze bowl of cleaning your feet and this um, bronze bowl is it's signified as them giving up their own appearance and giving it to the Lord they're like here I'm dirty I'm filthy here you go, Lord, clean me, clean my feet for me to be able to enter your presence, for me to be able to to honor you. And so this is necessary for us to do for anyone that wants to enter the presence of the, the of God and must continue to do and not die spiritually. I, I think, daughter, you have something about clean feet. I, 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 that's what I love. That, it was beautiful that. That, and then, then you can go. Or you want to go? You have something oh, to add on wanna, quick? I just want to add like, something really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Because she said like the way like to enter before the Lord is like to have clean feet, right? 
and I just wanted to bring it back real quick to like the darkness and like the land to our feet. Like in the darkness, like I like you were saying before, like we don't know if we're filthy, but like the way we know if we like that we need to be clean, not if we need because we do need we to be do. clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we need to be clean is if is using the word of the Lord, like a lamp to our feet, losing like God. Because I feel like sometimes like me personally, like I'll be reading the Bible and like, oh snap, like I didn't know like I did like these things that I do are bad. Right? But like it confronts you. Yeah. Like it kinda like yeah, like confronts you to show, to show you your wrong ways, and then you can go to like clean your feet before the Lord, so that way you can answer. And and if you guys noticed, the, the craziest thing about this is that, like, like I don't know, but as as a young kid, um, the only thing that I would like kind of like kind of like dismiss were my feet, like knees down. Like I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, I don't need to clean that because it's never dirty. And then uh, I, I'm I'm telling you because that's 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 what I thought literally. That's what I thought, and then. And then as I as I started growing up, I was like, dude, no, I gotta clean my legs. And when I started cleaning my legs, bro, I saw that even though it doesn't look dirty, it is. So now when I shower, of course, bro, it's like a full everything, you know, going everything to my feet and everything. And even when, because my feet, like if I take off my feet right now, like my shoes, they don't look dirty. Sorry, if I take off my feet, <laughs> if I take off my socks right now, they look clean. But what's crazy is like when I, when you add a soap and a little pasta, like a little scrub, bro, you see like what really is going down there, you know? And it might look, it might, it might look like nothing's going on, but it's crazy what you said, right? If you don't see it, you almost don't feel it. But go ahead, okay, go with the beautiful feet. It's I like because it. I, I feel like this ties in perfectly. Sometimes I feel like me and you are just like united Sometimes. in the brain and I'm like, yes, <laughs> we are siblings. But yeah, it's not about how it looks. It's like the way it looks is never important. And let me just tell you guys why. Proverbs 6, um, 16 through 19 just quickly i'm gonna read it to you guys there are six things that the lord hates and seven that are disgusting to him arrogant eyes a lying tongue hands that kill innocent people a mind devising wicked plans feet that are quick to do wrong and that's the part that is important right feet that are quick to do wrong god hates this he says i do not like this but then in romans 10 15 or isaiah sorry 52 uh, 20 52 7 oh my god it, he says that beautiful are the feet that spread the good the good news of god and so you're thinking like okay now i know what kind of feet he despises the ones that run to mm. to do that are quick to do wrong and then the ones that he finds beautiful are the ones that spread the good news of god and if we start to think about it Who's the one that spread the good news of God? Like literally like Jesus. the best spreader was Jesus, right? And how did his feet end up? He had like the best career. Like he never um, refused Jesus. He, how do you say like, uh, he never rejected him. He never said, no, he's not real. To the end, to the end, he literally said, God is God and what's up? I'm here to like save you guys and be awesome, right? Um, but how did his feet end up? Like when he was crucified, there were uh, nails that went through his feet. So his feet were not what we would consider physically beautiful, right? They were not like perfectly manicured and uh, looking like limpiecitos. No, because his walk was not easy. His walk was rough. And that is how the, the walk is for those who spread the good news of God. The walk is not always easy. It's actually almost never easy. When it's easy, you're almost like, what's going on? Yeah. You should be actually yeah. worried if it's easy. Yeah. So uh, when, and, and if you think about it too, like what starts happening if you start walking a lot? Like I remember we went to New York, our feet at the end were so tired, right? Some of us had blisters. Had Danny blister. had like a giant blister. Uh, you know, your feet start to get callous in the places that you overuse. So your feet, the more you use them, start to get like less physically appealing or beautiful but this is what god considers beautiful that your feet are going to do the right things that yeah your feet look wasted 
And maybe you're receiving the same wounds that uh, Jesus received, but it doesn't matter because in his eyes, it's beautiful. And how do we see that as windows to the soul? Because your actions, what you're um, reflecting is Jesus. You're saying my feet are going to look like Jesus. Um, Matthew's laughing because he's like, how does this happen? <laughs> no, I just want to say something. And it, it just like, it reflects, you know, it has like a repercussion. The way your feet are, are the way that you show who you are. And that's uh, one of the things we were talking about, right? By these fruits, I will know you. But by how you act, by your actions, by these things is how they will know you. Matthew, you want to say something? Because yeah, I, I, I feel really, like sorry. Gonna I know Shaylee <laughs> want to say something, but I really want to say something too because... Oh, well, actually, because it. it's going to kind of lead away, but it kind of ties into it too. So... Uh, okay, Shaylee, go. Okay, no, no, go. Okay. <laughs> Whoever is going to tie it with this and then the next Okay, point. me, me, me. Okay. me. Okay. okay, and then I love how you guys say this because it literally ties into my next point point that after cleansing your feet you have to watch on the way you behave so in Ephesians 5 15 to 17 and it says look carefully then how you walk not as unwise but as wise making the best use of your time because the days are evil therefore do not be foolish but understand what the Lord what the will of the Lord is and other versions it says that we have to we we have we see then how we walk circumspectly. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that wrong. It writes it. Okay. And so, yes. yes, um, So what what does that exactly mean? So be careful and consider all the circumstances around you and your possible consequences. Be prudent. Act and show care and thought for what it has come to the future. Like how you were saying before, that it's just not one step, but what if you continue walking? You have to be careful on, on what you're doing right now and how you're walking because in the future, the, the consequences are to come are not okay. And 1 Peter 5, 8, it says, keep a cool keep a cool head stay alert the devil is poised and pounced so what does this word pounce mean it says looking for prey and would like nothing better than to catch you napping and so i like this version the most it was msg because it says the better um i mean the the better the the devil would want nothing better than to catch you napping and what does it mean when you nap you're on your bed you're in your most comfortable spot so you have to be aware. Are you comfortable with the things around you? Are you com- are you comfortable with your friends? Are you comfortable with your colleagues, your coworkers? I don't know what. But what are you guys what are you talking about in your daily basis? Whatever you do, does it edify you or does it, are are you getting misle- misled? Are you getting confused? Or does it disconnect you from God? And so what I call this is like a, a little believer's walk. It was like Christian walk, but like us being Christians, we always felt. So us believer's walk on how we behave. Because like Deborah was saying, I guarantee that we, I include myself, that we all have obstacles every single day of our lives, multiple days, Amen. multiple times in our lives. And the way, the the, the word that I used is in encumber i don't know if i pronounced that right but i use this word because it literally means restrict or burden you away from something so the obstacles that we um come throughout our days is it coming to this encumber our minds and our spiritual progress it could affect this but only if you let it and you probably be like nah like i'm good like i'm spiritual enough because i hear the word of god i pray and like you know but no we tend to think we're spiritual enough to overcome the battles that we are uh, that we are facing every single day but as as apostle james has said himself he said hearing is not the same as doing faith by itself if it's accompanied if it's not accompanied by action is dead 
It has to be demonstrated by your actions. You can find that in James 2.17. Okay, so um, <laughs> I kind of want to like go back into like what we were talking about, like the fruits. And because I, I know you said, yeah, because I know you said um, about um, being misled, right? And being aware because the devil is like the uh, like pouncing, right? Looking for prey. Mm -hmm. And what, so initially my thoughts on like the feet and like windows to the soul, because everybody knows like, everybody says like eyes are windows to the soul. But then you hear feet, like we're doing feet, I'm like, just what? like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> like windows to the soul, how? And I thought like, okay, feet is how we walk and our walk is our actions, like we were talking about, right? And our actions is our fruits. And I wanted to bring the verse Matthew 7, 15 through 16. It says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? And I think, like, we were talking about feet, about, like, ourselves leading our own path, right? And us walking. But also, we also have to think of who's guiding us, right? And this, like, shows us, like, the false prophets. So there are false prophets that we have to be careful not to follow, because and how do we recognize them is by their fruits and i think that's like very important because where we follow people is the path that we're going to be led to and if it's not led on the path of the lord then obviously it's going to be the wrong path which is why we have to recognize how people act and not just what by they say like maybe they know a lot of word maybe they read the bible every day but are their fruits are they patient are they kind are they loving are they merciful <laughs> so and I, I also wanted to bring the reverse like the other hand of this is sometimes us as people, we have people who look up to us and we're probably guiding them, but are we guiding them down the right paths? So we also have to look inwardly into our own fruits because for example, like sometimes we have like little siblings or like uh, people who are like younger than us and they look up to us and we're like, have to watch our own feet as well as who's guiding us. You know, I was gonna, I was reading Ephesians 4, 1 and it says, I therefore a prisoner for the Lord urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. And I thought that's literally what you were just saying, right? Like, are they patient? Are they kind of all that good stuff that you were saying, right? And this is how we see if we're walking in the manner worthy of the calling to which we've been called. Are we doing these things to our brothers? And I, I love that because uh, um, God says to some people, right? Like, you didn't do to my little ones. When they were hungry, did you clothe them? Uh, when they were cold, did you clothe them? And, and all that good stuff, right? Because uh, when we do these, when we act this way to our, our brothers and sisters, then we show that we are part of the body of Christ. Then we show that we uh, mimic Christ, right? And that is how we know if our, man, if our uh, walk is a, a manner worthy of the calling which I, I think is awesome, right? Like the Bible almost gives us like how you should do it and we just ignore. Go ahead, Chile. Oh no, I was looking for okay. um, you know, you know, you know what the best thing that I that I that I heard you guys to say is that what what you guys were saying right now is it's 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 honestly it's so beautiful guys that, that God God leaves this our windows of our soul so we can take care of them, you know, and we can and we can show um like the real fruits that that God has left for us, you know what I mean? Because we think that everything we do uh, causes fruits, and it does, right? Everything we do does cause fruits, either good or bad. And honestly, just to wrap it up, because I think I think we're we're um, 
we're finishing up because uh, we talked about, for example, I was talking about, you know, how, how we need the word to, to walk in faith in the darkness. And we were talking about, you know, your fruits and your obedience and how and how not to take out, uh, you know, um, you know, false doctrine from from Egypt the way you used to do it. And then we talk about how our feet should be beautiful. And honestly, I would like to end this uh, this podcast with with the story that that's uh, in John thirteen seven, and it says. It's Jesus coming, and he he tells everybody he starts washing his their feet in John thirteen, and he's and then um, <clears throat> Jesus gets to Peter, and, and, and Peter goes no 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 don't wash my feet and Je- and this is that Jesus persisted and Peter says you're never gonna wash my feet, and then Jesus just you know booms roasts him and he goes if I don't wash your feet it says you can never be part of what I'm doing. And there's there's another there's another version that says that you can never have a joint we can never have a joint uh we can never have a connection. There's another one that says that you can never uh, share my message. It's crazy, right? And then uh, and on the ninth, it says, Master says, so you think he says, Peter understands what he's saying. And then he goes, okay, then if it's that it, if that's it, then wash my hands and wash my head. And if you guys notice, that's exactly the other windows of the soul that we've been speaking about. The hands, the ears, the eyes, the mouth, uh, the ones that we're going to speak about. And then it says, and then Jesus says, this is the one that I want you guys to read. I'm the reading the MSG version. It says, John 13, 10, it says, Jesus said, if you had a bath in the morning, you only need your, you, you only need to your feet washed now that you are clean from head to toe. My concern, you understand, is holiness, not hygiene. So now you are clean, but not everyone of you is clean. And what I loved about that is that he knows, like he, he tells Peter, he, he tells Peter, he tells Peter, it's not about the shower. It's not about you being clean, but it's about your daily walk. Because what we do with our ears and what we do with our mouth and what we do with our eyes is selective, right? Like most, like, like it depends. Unless you don't have anything to do all day, then I guess, you know, your eyes are just going mile upon mile upon mile on what you see. But in your hands too, like if, unless, Unless you really have nothing to do, then your hands kind of get jittery and you got to be doing stuff. But the thing that almost gets dirty, even in the in the old times, the thing that they used to wash a lot and many times was their feet because as they walked, they would get dirty. And the, the reason why I tell you guys this is because Jesus comes and tells us to wash our feet. And then he even says, wash your feet, not physically, but spiritually. And he says, because I care about holiness. So the way you, you attract holiness is by having your, your feet washed. Even though he knew that Judas in that group was not washing his feet uh, spiritual. And that's what he says. Even though, one, uh, uh, what's it called? Not all of you guys have your feet washed. Meaning he knew Judas was there. He knew Judas was going to, um, um, how do you say, um, what do you, betray him. And yet he comes out and he he says, even though I will wash his feet, even though he thinks this is just a shower, I'm gonna wash his feet, even though. So what what am I, what, what am I trying to say? If you don't wash your feet, you tend to quickly betray Jesus. And if you wash your feet, the harder it is. That's why sometimes it's easy to fall back to our sins. Because my question is, did you really wash your feet, or did you just kind of like dunk it in water and kind of just, you know, yeah. moved it around? But if you really wash your feet, it's harder to betray Jesus. But if you don't wash your feet properly, then you're like Judas. The spirit of Judas comes into you, and then you are a betrayer. Okay, guys, that is the windows of the soul, uh, your feet. And uh, guys, thank you guys for listening. I think we have like 40 minutes right now. 
I hope that you guys enjoyed this message as much as I did. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Remember, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. God bless you guys. Take care.